Hi, I'm Katie, and I've been an educator for over 20 years, from paraprofessional to 10 years as a classroom teacher, to principal to district administrator, I've done it all. Being an educator right now is challenging, to say the least. No matter the role, we can find ourselves overwhelmed and stressed out. I've been there, and I found the secret to a work-life balance that improved my life. Join me in discovering simple secrets that will help you step away from the noise and improve your life. Welcome back, amazing educators. I'm glad you're with me today. This week, I wanted to talk about time. And the reason I wanted to talk about time is I've been experiencing myself some thoughts around a lack of time. And what I really have done some serious journaling about is the truth around time. And one of the things that I noticed for myself, and you might find this for yourself too, is I have a definite um, cycle or what I was calling a seasons of time in my life. And I could see it very clearly earlier before I started doing a lot of mind work that I had opinions about different times of the year. So for example, at the beginning of the school year, before I went to school, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just so excited to start a new school year. I'm so glad to have some structure back in my life so that I can reach my goals. You know, having a set time to go to work and a set time that I come home is going to really help me focus on a time that I need to maybe focus on a diet or focus on exercise or um, look at how I was managing my own um, education as I was working towards my doctorate, you know, managing time and how I scheduled time to do things. And then I also noticed as the school year went on, my goals that were maybe what I was considering at the time secondary to my work, I would let go really quickly with the excuse and the justification that I don't have time for that right now. You know, it, I wish I had 10 more hours in my day to get everything I wanted to do done. Or why is there never enough time? Or why is somebody else always monopolizing my time? And that wasn't a good feeling for me. And it had me making choices that didn't support the goals that I wanted. And so then as the year went on, I would see things like, you know, winter break and spring break would come and it was like, oh, oh, I'm so glad to have a break. I really need a break. I'm not going to worry about any of these goals. I have time not to worry about work and I can just do whatever I want. And, you know, there's some value to that as far as, you know, especially when my kids were home on those breaks, we tended to do things as a family. But again, it wasn't focusing on my goals or working in how I wanted to achieve my goals within the time that I had. And then summer break would come and I'd have a whole different conversation in my head. I'd say, oh my gosh, I'm so glad it's summer. I have freedom to schedule times to do whatever I want. I have more control of my time. And now I can totally focus on me. And summer would come and things would get busy. And again, I would not focus on my goals or I might focus on my goals for maybe the first couple weeks of summer. And then that would again fall by the wayside. And then I'd be back in the fall going, oh my gosh, thank goodness I have a structured schedule again. 
Are any of you experiencing that? Are you aware? So this again is that awareness piece. Do you see yourself mirrored in anything that I just said? And if you do, you know, welcome aboard. (laughs) I think this is not something unusual. This is very human-like thinking, right? We have 24 hours in a day. That is set. There is nothing we can do about that. 24 hours is the time of the world. And yet we all know people who use their time very differently. There are people who are very scheduled and get lots of things done in their 24-hour period. There are people that are allowing life to kind of happen and dictate what they do in their 24-hour period. There are people that have a hard time with the 24-hour period, right? Our friends who are, you know, seldom on time or always seem to be rushing. And then we have people who basically get angry because there's just not enough time. And so start finger pointing all the reasons they can't get to their goals and how other people are responsible for managing their time. And there's nothing wrong with any of it where wherever you fall in that. What I've noticed for myself over the last week was a tendency for my mind to offer a justification as to why I didn't have time to exercise. So that's what I really have been working on um, over the last four or five months is daily movement. And daily movement, I will tell you right now, for me is not an hour at the gym. It's not even an hour. It is how do I intentionally work movement into my into my day. And because I started that at the end of the school year last year, and then continued that through the summer and actually built up time throughout the summer, here we are at the beginning of the school year for us again. And I am already having thoughts about, oh, you know, it's going to be raining soon. Oh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to have time to do this. You know, now I have lots of um, obligations of my time in my work week. So I don't know if I'm going to make this work. And I, I was very aware of those things. And I stopped myself and I said, okay, wait a minute. Does this even make sense? How is this different than any other day of my life? Do I have more obligations at work? Yes, I do. Do I work 24 hours? No, I don't. So I did a little mini time audit of what I thought I had to get done. Again, that's that had to, that black and white thinking that we've talked about before. What did I think I had to get done every day during the week that, that would prevent me from finding spaces in my day for movement? And what I realized as I was looking at my day is I had a chunk of time where I had finished my daily journaling, my daily planning, and I had sat in my chair and enjoyed my coffee during that time, and I still had about 30 minutes, where then I was just scrolling Facebook, scrolling Instagram, playing, you know, my games on my phone, and I thought, okay, so here's where I get to make a decision. How important is that to me versus how important is movement to me? So that's where I started breaking down barriers. And I thought, okay, so I have this time and I could very easily tell myself, no, you know, that's my time. That's the only time I have to do those things. Mm, Is it really? 
Because I'm pretty sure when I come home from work, I also sit down and have a tendency to spend a little time on social media and my games. So again, just challenging those thoughts that I have and saying, is this true? Or am I telling myself a story? So what I realized very clearly is I'm telling myself a story. So what I started doing this past week is I would give myself until six o'clock to make sure I was journaling, enjoying my coffee. And, and mind you, I, you know, I do get up early very intentionally. I get up, you know, anywhere between 445 and five o'clock in the morning. So that still gives me an hour to journal, to enjoy my coffee, to enjoy the quiet of the house, and to take care of my social emotional health. And then I still have what comes down to 20 solid minutes of time because, you know, I've got to get up, get dressed, and then I have to have time to get ready for work and leave for work and be out the door for work. That still gives me 20 minutes of movement every day. That is intentional. That is now in my plan that I can say, okay, no matter what else happens, you know, and if I have another opportunity to get some movement in later in the day, more power to me. But I can guarantee myself 20 minutes every day of very intentional movement. And that's how I created my new habit of getting up out of my chair at six o'clock every morning, throwing on my workout clothes, walking out the door and going for a 20 minute walk. Now, mind you, during COVID, I was also one of those people that jumped on the Peloton bandwagon. So the story my brain was telling me about, well, you know, it's going to be raining soon. And, you know, I live in the state of Oregon. We have some rain here. So that is true. So I had to, again, go down and be aware of my thoughts and then start breaking down barriers. What are the barriers? Okay, well, raining outside, walking outside when it's raining, and especially here on the coast where sometimes the winds kick up and so the rain's coming down all kinds of ways, not just straight down, that I don't enjoy walking out in the rain. So as I said, I joined that, you know, Peloton <laughs> craze from COVID. So I do have things I can do. I could jump on my bike. I could pop in one of the, uh, you know, pop into the app and do one of their strength exercises. I could pop in an old DVD into my PlayStation of one of my old walking videos or one of my old workout videos. I have lots of opportunity to get movement into my day very intentionally. So again, when it starts raining, I'm going to need to create that new habit that I'm already prepping for now, right? So I've, I'm already aware of what my brain wants to offer. I've already broke down those barriers of what's really getting in the way. So then the next, I'm waiting for that C, right? Waiting for that creating new habits to when it starts, that weather starts turning. And our weather turns here about late October, early November to where consistently um, it's pretty raining. By that time, I will have been so entrenched in my daily movement, and I'm already noticing four months into that, I can feel a day where I'm not moving and I'm like, oh, I get that. Um, my body feels um, like jumpy almost like, let's go. Come on, we've got some energy. Let's go do this. So I know my body's going to need it. I know I've already become aware of my thoughts that would trigger me not doing it. I've also broken down the barriers to those thoughts and how I'm going to move forward. And I'm just ready to create some new habits. 
So that's how I'm getting out of that old seasons of time cycle that I was stuck in before. And like I said, this work doesn't end, right? This becomes a lifestyle. Things are always going to come up. I, I just want to be really clear that just because I've done all of this work and I've made so many amazing changes in my life, that does not mean that I only think luscious rainbow unicorn thoughts 100% of the time. That's not true. I am human. My brain and my social socialization of the 58 years of life, I'm still going to have those thoughts. But the difference is, I'm super aware of what I think. I'm super intentional about what I want as goals in my life. And I go through, I break down those barriers, and I create those new habits to address. I don't also make it mean something horrible about me. I think the other piece that has come out of this work for me is that self-love, that self-acceptance, that this is okay that I think that. And sometimes that's the thought I use. Oh, I knew I would think that and that's okay, but this is what I'm going to do. That's a thought I'm going to have to use as it gets rainy, as here it doesn't get light until 7.30 and is dark by 4.30. And those of you that are further north and my Alaska friends, <laughs> you know, you that are there in that 24 hours of darkness um, have to manage your mind in a way because your mind is going to go there. Oh, it's dark. It's rainy. I just want to stay cuddled up with my cup of coffee. I don't really need to move today. I'm going to, I am going to face that. I know the thoughts my brain will offer which is why I've done this work so far, right? And I've broken down those barriers. And my answer to myself is, nevertheless, I am going to go downstairs and do my 20-minute workout because I know I'm going to feel better when I do. And that is a commitment that I've made to myself. Now, are there times where I might have to be um, at a conference and I am actually not at home? So then I'm going to have to make some shifts there. But I don't, I don't make that mean something horrible. I don't make that mean, oh, see, you, you couldn't keep to the routine. There are things that will get in the way and that's okay. But I think the idea that other people control our time is a really dangerous thought to get into. Are there things on my calendar? Absolutely. Are there things that I am required to do as part of my job? 100%. And yet, I am choosing to be in that job. So I am choosing that those things come along with my job. I'm not resisting the time that comes with the responsibility of the position that I'm in. I'm really careful about that. I'm really careful about pointing fingers at other reasons why I can't accomplish my goals because I no longer think other people control my time. Because quite honestly, I don't have to do those things. But I really like my job. <laughs> I love my job. So I choose to do those things, right? Even though they might not be conducive to what I had planned on doing that day. And in my position right now, there are a lot of last minute meetings that often come up that kind of overlap things that I had planned on doing that day. So that's where that flexibility and that mind work comes in. It's like, that's okay. I always have time. I actually do also, I'm very good 
now about using my calendar to block my time very clearly so that I know and my brain can see very clearly these are the obligations of the week. And I have lots of time around those obligations that I can do things that I choose to do. And again, you know, not falling into that trap of, oh, well, you know, I'm booked from morning till night that day. Are there days where we're busier than other days with commitments we have chosen to take on? 100%. And especially those of you that still have kids at home. We still have obligations for pickups and drop-offs and practices and, and all the responsibilities that come with being a parent. And again, that doesn't mean that they have control over my time. It's what I'm choosing to do because I could just as easily find somebody who could help me take kids different places, carpool, you know, figure out how to get a group of people together to leverage time so not all of us are going to the same place with our individual kids every day. How do we, how do, we do that? How do we create time in our lives to do the things that we would like to get done? This is what I've really been thinking a lot about. And I am, I know for a fact that one of the biggest uh, barriers for educators is around time. So I would invite you to just do a little time audit. How do you think about time? What are the thoughts that are going through your head when you think about your obligations for the week or for the day? How do you gain that awareness? of what your brain is offering you as a problem. And then challenge those thoughts. Go down, break down those barriers. And that takes some practice, my friends. I'm going to tell you, it's very easy to write all those things down and go, well, see, I don't have any time. So that's ridiculous. You can't make time. You have to, breaking down barriers is more than just, um, it, it's, it takes some time and some skill and some practice at finding ways to challenge your thoughts that are making things hard. I'm going to, I'm going to put that out there. That does take some intentional work. And, you know, and that's, again, work that I do with my clients uh, around breaking down those barriers in very specific ways and some very specific activities that we do around breaking down barriers. And then can that help you create some new habits around time in your life? And again, habits take time, right? Habits take time to to create. And yet, if you make a 1% change every day, you can snowball that day after day. That's what I did with my movement. My movement didn't start at 20 minutes. My movement started at five minutes. My goal was to walk to the end of the cul-de-sac and back just to show myself that I can get dressed, get out the door and do five minutes of movement. Five minutes turned into 10 minutes very quickly. 10 minutes turned into 20 minutes in in about a week, I would say 10 minutes, I was already out and about. And it's like, well, let's see where I'll, you know, what all we can do. And so 20 minutes now is my minimum, right? My minimum of 20 minutes a day of intentional movement. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that's my ceiling. There are days I do more than that. But again, that is based on what does my calendar look like? What are the things that I'm choosing to do today? And friends, this is all a choice. Everything that I, that I have on my calendar is a choice. Even the meetings that are put on by other people that I don't necessarily think I need to be there or find value in, that is a choice because 
it's a responsibility of the job that I choose to have that I love. And again, that took some thought work too. That did not happen overnight. But that is really how I look at things now. I look at it as, why is this a problem? You know, does, like I said, the, the brain is still going to offer the judgy thoughts, the why do I have to do this? I don't have time for this. Those thoughts do not stop. But what they do is they'll be offered and I'm able to hear them right away and I'm able to allow them to be. I don't make it a problem that I have those thoughts. Again, remember my, my thought going back is, of course I would think that. It makes sense that I would think that. And then I move on and say, nevertheless, here's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to choose to go to that meeting because this is a responsibility of my job and I love my job. You can do this, friends. How are you becoming aware of what you think about around time? Do you find yourself saying things like, why is there never enough time? Or I wish I had 10 more hours in my day. Do you resist things on your calendar? Do you judge things being put on your calendar? Do you use that as a justification to not take care of yourself? I am here offering you to consider the possibility for yourself that it can be different. Again, I'm Katie Barrett. I appreciate you being here with me. Time is something that we all have the same amount of. It's just what do we choose to do with it? If you want to find out more about how to work with me, feel free to go to my website, thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Email me with any of your questions, katie at thejoyfuleducatorllc.com. Or leave me a review on this podcast. Let me know what you think. Is this helpful? Have a great day. Have a wonderful school year. And I'll see you next week. Take care. <music>